Hello, 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 and welcome to a brand new episode of The Emma Gunn Show and an update on the 17th of my 26 habits, quitting sugar. Now, <clears throat> in my efforts to simplify the act of quitting sugar, I think I may have confused the matter more. Rather than get all scientific and bombard myself and you with lots of information, I thought, you know, I would just quit sugar to stop eating it. But the problem with that is actually going back to the drawing board a bit and understanding what constitutes a sugar so that the action of quitting, or more to the point, knowing what you're quitting, is nice and easy. But more of that in just one moment. Now, I made a bold statement in the last episode about sugar being six times more addictive than crack cocaine, and it's a statement I shouldn't have made. Unfortunately, that statistic was lodged in my brain from research I did for a feature goodness knows how long ago, and actually isn't currently accurate because new research has debunked it. So, mere culpa, I shouldn't have stated that as fact, and it was totally wrong of me to do so. Now, back to what constitutes a sugar and why I'm even considering giving it up. So as I mentioned, I wanted to keep things simple and not have to suddenly transform from the person that I am, fundamentally, into someone I'm not, which is somebody who looks like a clean living guru who doesn't eat any sugar. Because I'm most definitely not that person. And that's a little bit about what 26 Habits is all about. Making or breaking a habit so you can become a better version of yourself, but not someone so removed from yourself that you can't maintain it. I'm definitely not somebody who defaults to green juices and gym visits. It's not a reflex. It's not It's not without conscious thought every single time. It takes a real... I have to really talk to myself some days. Emma, you have to do this for your brain and you have to do it for your body. Stop complaining. And that process can take anywhere from a split second to three hours, depending on the mood and the weather or whatever might be getting in my way. So in the first episode, when I said sugar, what I really meant was unnecessary refined sugars and refined carbohydrates that I may be using as a bit of a crutch to crawl out of an energy slump or a big bowl of soporific pasta to self-medicate after a hectic week. And I wanted to keep it simple because I read something not so long ago, and it's a quote that's really stuck in my mind. And so in the style of Joe Fairley, who was on this podcast recently, I'm tempted to have it printed, framed and hung in my office or somewhere around my home. And it reads something along the lines of your fitness, health and diet habits should be doable on your worst day, not just your best. Hmm. I really liked that. So let's do the drilling down into sugar in a way that hopefully is not complicated because I find I find myself getting lost in these things. So I'm trying to make it as simple as possible for all of us. So sugars are a type of carbohydrate. All sugars are carbohydrates, but not all carbohydrates are sugars. Okay. Then within that, you have refined sugars and unrefined sugars. Unrefined sugars retain much more of sugar's natural nutrients, which include things like calcium, iron, and magnesium. Refined sugars have been stripped of all those natural nutrients, so they're often referred to as empty calories because they have minimal nutritional value. And when they have minimal nutritional value, the body can break them down incredibly quickly, and this can cause a spike in blood sugar and insulin. So unrefined sugars tend to be favoured, and refined sugars tend to be less so and they are called things like empty calories and they are associated with things like sweets and um, white table sugar. Refined sugar is digested so quickly that it's unlikely to make you feel full 
Whereas unrefined sugars like fruit, which is obviously its own kind of sugar, and that sugar is fructose, expands the gut and gives a feeling of fullness. Okay, so when we have, so we have refined sugar and unrefined sugar, and then we have refined and unrefined carbohydrates. Now remember that all sugars are a type of carbohydrate, but not all carbohydrates are sugars. And you have three types of carbohydrate, sugar, starch, and fiber. And during the digestive process, both the sugar and starch type of carbohydrate are turned into sugars that the body uses for energy. But the body doesn't have the enzyme to digest fiber, so it passes through the digestive tract without turning into a sugar. Refined carbohydrates are sugars that have been refined and processed, such as sucrose, high fructose corn syrup and agave syrup, as well as refined grains that have had the fibrous and nutritious parts of the grain removed. So put simply, think white flour, which has been refined from wheat. Unrefined carbohydrates are carbohydrates that have not undergone processing and are therefore rich in nutrients and dietary benefits. And these include whole grains, legume, fruit and vegetables. And unlike refined carbs, they don't cause the same blood sugar and insulin spike. So when I said I was going to quit sugar, I meant more specifically that I was going to make a conscious effort to minimise my intake of refined sugars and refined carbohydrates. So that means sugars such as fizzy drinks, sweets. I'm very guilty of sitting at my computer on days when I'm at the desk for eight hours, perhaps even ten. I'm guilty of eating the odd Werther's original. Don't judge. And then there are things like bread, cereals and pasta. But again, now we come back to why. And the reason is twofold. I, like you, I'm sure, have that friend who you don't see for a while. And then when you do see them, you're like, oh my God, you look so good. What are you doing? And they tell you that their glowing skin and their seemingly boundless energy and their gorgeous hair is because they've ditched sugar. But I also, I too, have clicked through on those stories online that scream a connection between excessive consumption of sugar and various illnesses. There's evidence to suggest too much sugar can create an inflammatory response in the body, that they can have a negative effect on telomeres, and telomeres are an essential part of the human cell that affects how those cells age, and also brain atrophy, which, let's face it, all of it is quite alarming. It's the kind of thing you're going to click through to and think, oh, sugar is bad. And to that point about sugar being addictive, opinion is split among experts. Some expressed they felt the research about it being as addictive as crack cocaine was absurd. But I did watch an interview with Dr. Rhonda Patrick who referenced research that showed evidence of a dopamine response when you consume sugar. So... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That is a topic that maybe we need to unpick. And it did make me realise maybe there's value in doing a whole episode with an expert about sugar. And if that's something you want, if that's something you would like to hear an expert really open up on 
and make sense of, then please do tweet or message me. I'm at Emma Guns on Twitter. You can DM me um, there. I'm also at Emma Guns on Instagram, or you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. And if that's something that you want, please let me know. And I will find one or more experts who can really, really share their expertise and, inf- and inform all of us about all of this. And now we uh, get on to how I've been getting on with quitting, as defined by the parameters above. Oh, honestly, terribly to begin with. I'm so sorry. I ended up meeting my friends Ali and Kat for dinner on Monday. Um, It was very sort of a last minute thing that was sort of sorted out over DM. And it was like, when are you free this week? Well, actually, I'm free tonight. Okay, sure, let's do it. And originally I had said, fabulous, but I'm intermittent fasting. So you choose where we eat because I won't be eating. Which, side note, is the only tricky thing about intermittent fasting because it can be quite antisocial to have like wrapped up all your eating by 8pm. But when you have pals who get it, it's fine. But as it so happened, that day ended up being really, really busy. And all I'd had all day was a coffee. And it was a really busy, sort of strenuous, exhausting day. And so by the time I got to the restaurant, I didn't follow any of the sugar-free rules. I shared garlic bread. And I drank Prosecco, which is actually really unusual for me. The garlic bread more than the Prosecco, I hasten to add. And I paid for it because I felt awful the next day. I felt slow, sluggish, foggy, and really had to haul myself to the gym. And although I had a great workout when I was there, my mind was telling me, more than it usually does, that I wasn't up for it. There was a sort of silent, quiet message the next day saying, just relax, just lie down go to bed, don't get up with your alarm, watch Real Housewives in bed, have a cup of tea. And I had to re- I had to go, no, you quiet, back in your box. But anyway, and I do believe that that horrible voice was associated with having eaten things that were a little bit too heavy for me. So that resolved my intentions actually to quit the sweet stuff. And I've been keeping it very simple. And I haven't had anything that would constitute a refined carbohydrate or a refined sugar since. And I can honestly say that I feel better in the sense that I feel more alert for doing it. Even though I felt like a swine to all of you for rebelling on that first day and not taking care of business and making choices that were far more sugary, in adverted commas, than usual, the fact I did it highlighted why staying within the daily recommended allowance is so important. The current RDA of free sugars, free sugars being sugars that are added to food and drink or found in honey, fruit juices and syrup, in the UK is 30 grams, which is around seven sugar cubes. By the way, did anyone ever used to eat sugar cubes? I used to think it was incredibly chic. You'd go to like an office and they'd have sugar cubes. And I would think that was like the height of sophistication. And I used to nibble on the corners. But um, maybe that's maybe that's another podcast. Maybe when the expert comes on, uh, we can talk about that. Anyway, so the overall theme of this is actually it's right to kind of go back and understand exactly what sugar means and exactly what it is that you're leaving out of your diet. And that obviously I would never suggest on this podcast to do anything that would be unhealthy, like leave out an entire food group or do anything that would make you feel unwell. Um, So I hope that that is nice and clear. If you would like to discuss any of this, uh, anything from this podcast, then why not join the Facebook group for this forum, for this forum? No, it's a forum for the podcast. Um, 
I will put the link in the show notes, which you will find on Apple Podcasts, Acast, and wherever it is that you happen to be downloading, streaming, or listening to this episode. And don't forget while you're there to click the subscribe button so that you never miss a show. If you want to um, pose a question or if you want to ask any questions about sugar or diet or anything like that, there's a lot of chat going on in the forum and it's great fun and lots of really interesting posts actually lately and it's uh, nice to see the conversations that are coming out of there it seems to be a very nice positive supportive place so if you aren't already a member of that group please do join um i approve every single member who is a member of that group so just click ask to join and i will approve you if you want to get in touch with the show, it couldn't be easier. Just email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or send me a DM on social media. Um, I am at Emma Guns on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you are new to 26 Habits, maybe you're only finding the show at this point, you can go back and listen to all of the episodes on the pool. Again, the link will be in the show notes. Um, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. I am enjoying this sugar one. I am enjoying the fact that it's made me engage brain as well as body. Um, it's been very good to kind of go back to the drawing board and actually establish um, what the definition of sugar is and also understand a little bit more about where I can find it and where I can not. <laughs> anyway, the main thing is I feel much more alert and that day after I ate a very, what would be seen as a refined carbohydrate meal I did not feel good and because of doing 26 habits and because of doing the inverted commas quit sugar it made me really notice whereas I think normally I would have just eaten that meal and thought oh I feel a bit sluggish today and not really thought but because I'm doing this I thought actually I don't want to feel like that so I won't make those choices again unless unless I consider the payoff to be worth it, because life is all about balance, is it not? Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will see you on the next one. Bye.